Welcome to the Delight in the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Linda Ugalo. I'm here to take you on a journey to open your inner freedom and self-expression so that speaking is something you love to do. I have a special deal going on where I'll be giving away one of my online programs for free. All you have to do is leave a review and I'll be choosing one person at random each week to receive this gift. I'll have the courses to choose from listed in the show notes. Let's move on to today's episode of Delight in the Limelight. Welcome back to our series on overcoming your fear of speaking through the inner freedom framework. In the last episode, I shared my favorite tools to heal the trauma from the past, EFT, emotional freedom technique, creative visualization, and journaling so that you could move into the more empowered version of yourself. Today, we're going to dive into some other powerful practices that can help with this healing process. We're going to explore forgiveness, dance movement, and creating your own rituals and other modalities that others have used. Let's start with forgiveness. Some people don't like the idea of forgiveness because they feel it means condoning the actions of others. It may also seem that by holding on to your anger or resentment that you're punishing the other person. And this anger feels like a way to take control of what happened. Okay, good. My question is, how long do you want to do that for? Your life? Five years or more? One more year? It may be that it is punishing that person, but it's also true that the one you hurt the most is yourself. This is the way I like to look at forgiveness. It's a declaration that you've carried the pain long enough and you're ready to be free and lighten your load. Do you want to live in your past? Or do you want to move into your future? If you're wanting to get over your fear of speaking, I know the answer. You want to move into your future. You want to move into a future where you feel free and unencumbered and you can speak with ease and confidence. To make forgiveness work, you've got to want it. You've got to feel like you don't want to carry this stuff around anymore. The healing comes when you can accept what happened without judging it. In my Periscope experience, which I share in episode two, I spent nights thinking of all the comments that I had been holding on to and I forgave everyone I could think of for the things that they did or didn't do. Most of all, I forgave myself. I forgave myself for mistakes I made, for getting myself into situations, for listening to others instead of using my own judgment, for being young and inexperienced. Now, if you find yourself feeling resistant to forgiving Don't make it an enemy. Just like fear, resistance is not something to be fought against, rather honored and understood that it's there for a reason. It may be that even with an explanation of what forgiveness is and isn't, you still have some anger or resentment that you're not ready to let go of. Maybe that anger needs to be heard, acknowledged, and expressed. You may feel that by letting go of anger and resentment that you'll lose an identity that you forged for yourself around that experience. Or you may feel undeserving of the freedom. It's so important to explore the resistance because while the resistance is there, any attempt at forgiveness will be futile. So investigate the resistance. Ask, why don't I want to let this go? What will I lose if I let go? And again... Ask, how long do I want to keep this resentment around? A day? A month? Three years? My lifetime? Is this how I want to spend my precious time here on earth? When forgiveness feels complicated, it's likely to be part of a bigger emotional story. 
If you feel overwhelmed, don't hesitate to reach out for support to a coach like myself or a therapist. You deserve to feel free and unencumbered so you can get on with your life and on with the work that you're meant to do. Now let's turn to dance movement. We generally attempt to solve our problems with words and language, in other words, mentally. However, we live in our bodies and experience ourselves in our cells and the tissues of our body. It's in our body where feelings reside. We underutilize the power of movement in our lives. We use it for pedestrian purposes to get to where we're going or for fitness, but rarely to express ourselves or as a mode of healing. Now, my background is in dance therapy, so this is top of mind for me. And when we look at cultures around the world, you'll find various ceremonies and shamanistic rituals, music and dance, all used to maintain and return to health, well-being and equilibrium. For 25 years, I performed a dance called the Czar in my Women's World Music Group, which was such a dance. And I know that it had a tremendous impact on my life and keeping myself in balance, well-being and equilibrium. When I was a teen and I'd come home from school, I headed straight to my room, closed the door behind me, threw my backpack on the ground and moved out all my feelings, all my teen anguish of the day. I'd squeeze and push and contort my whole body, letting my feelings take over my movement. I called it my therapy. And after five minutes or so, I'd feel better and I'd sit down with my books and I'd get on with my homework. You too can use movement and dance to explore the feelings that arise in you as both as you investigate the past, but also to bring love and compassion to your younger self. You can use it for release. You can use it to empower yourself. Find your favorite music that evokes these feelings in you and dance. Okay, so I've just taken you through my own integrated model for clearing the fear with my my foundational techniques. These practices are really powerful and in my experience, they work. But they aren't the only ones available. Today, we've got a dizzying variety of psychotherapies, expressive art therapy, body-centered therapeutic approaches, and more. Not every modality is going to be for everyone. Some people gravitate towards homeopathy. I have friends who swear by transformational breath work, EMDR or hypnosis, which is similar to creative visualization. You may have to experiment until you find the ones that resonate with you. If you're drawn to a modality or find someone you love to work with, absolutely do it. And you can also create your own rituals for letting go. Your ritual can be anything that feels meaningful to you. It could be as simple as lighting a candle or throwing rocks into a lake and saying a prayer. Or it could be as elaborate as a ceremony that you create with friends or family. So how do you know when you've let go? When you resolve the past experiences, you'll feel a sense of relief, a detachment from the past, and a sense of balance or equilibrium. As one client described it, I feel like I've caught up to myself and I feel free. I received an email recently from a reader of my book who said he felt more at ease on Zoom calls and he's finally willing to speak up in some way at an upcoming conference he was organizing, which is something he would never do in the past. You may also wonder, am I completely done with this process forever? Truthfully, there's no clear cut answer. You might be, or you might not, depending on the circumstances of your life. 
but that's perfectly okay. You're not going to discover every circumstance about the past that limited you in a single look, or do you need to? As you listen to this podcast, you read through my book, or you work your way through one of my programs, new memories may get triggered. Just bring it back to resolve and clear. As you resolve these stories and messages, instead of your past owning you, determining what you feel capable of, you will own your past and decide your future. So that's our look at forgiveness, dance, and a range of other healing possibilities. Now I want to know, what are your thoughts? Did something I say stand out for you? Leave a comment on the episode page or send me a message or leave a review to share with other listeners. Remember, healing is a process and it's important to be gentle with yourself as you navigate our journey. If you want to accelerate the process, that's what my private coaching is all about. I help you uncover what's at the root of your speaking fear and design a creative healing process to move you from dread to delight. And if you're more of a do-it-yourself kind of person, I also have you covered with the Clear Your Fear of Speaking Journaling program. So if you're needing some help, be sure to check those out. Until the next episode, wishing you the best on your journey to speaking confidence. Thank you for listening to Delight in the Limelight. I hope you feel a little more hopeful and excited about speaking in public. If you like the show, recommend it to someone you know. And if you haven't yet read the book, Delight in the Limelight, you can get it online or at your favorite bookstore or request it from your local library. Remember, speaking is our human design. Let's learn to delight in it together.